Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And if you're joining us today, you're in the third part of a three-part series with Chris Carter, Kevin Couch, and Sagima Bay on Divine Ascension. And uh, we finished yesterday's with a little cliffhanger asking you a question. <laughs> I think I remember the question, how to cleanse the imagination. And so I'm going to turn this over to uh, Chris Cutter in just a moment. But I want you to make sure you listen to the last two days, okay? And so not only are we going to do uh, how to cleanse the imagination, and then I'm going to say something for a moment, and I need Kevin to butt in for a little bit, and then we're going to turn it over to Chris, and he is actually going to walk us through an ascension. Do not do that while you're driving. Just, just want to throw that out there. Okay, so here, let me go to Chris. Right, so the question you were asking, Craig, was about how do we cleanse the imagination if we're seeing, if we're seeing things that it just, it's not necessarily like it's some strange devil that's there, but it's, it's, uh, it's just us. We, we have some images in there that need out. And again, I try to keep protocols real simple because that's all I can handle. So if you feel like you're just seeing stuff and it's your own imagination going crazy, we just get Jesus close to us like we're always doing. Lord, where are you in this picture? And then I just like to say, Lord, what should I have seen? So if I saw like the crazy horror movie thing that is in my mind still from when I'm a teenager, or I saw Chewbacca in Millennium Falcon, and I'm going, Lord, what should I have seen? So many times... He'll then show you a piece. Well, here's what your imagination's doing. It's giving you its best approximation for what's there. So our hypothetical situation where someone's on the bridge of the Millennium Falcon with Chewbacca and Jesus, and he's like, yeah, it wasn't that. But where you were is you were in the cosmos before the throne, and I was there, and that wasn't Chewbacca. That was a living creature around the throne. And your imagination was giving you the best that it had so you wouldn't pee your pants. Like it was giving you like a facsimile, something that's close, but that your imagination could handle. And if you're like, well, you know, I I saw something from a horror movie that I saw when I was a kid. And the Lord's like, that's not what was there. What was there was something vast and mysterious. And it was this beautiful angelic presence that serves and honors the Lord and, and glorifies Jesus. And, you know, and he was like, so sometimes he'll just show you if you can ask questions like that, what should I have seen? If that was just the flight of fancy, that was just make-believe, what should have been there? And I was just saying when, you know, when we were talking that people tend to know, like you may not always know when it shifts over from, it's just your own imagination being crazy to that divine creative force. You may not, like it may not feel drastically different, but I've always found that people know when they're with the Lord, when they're with heavenly things, when they're in the garden, when they are participating with eternal things, it feels different. And we were saying, uh, you know, Kevin, when we were talking earlier that that's the reason why we're doing this. We're not just doing it to exercise our own imaginations for some kind of entertainment. We're doing it to be close to the Lord, to participate with the risen Lord where he ascended to. So that's that. And then I'm going to, yeah, go for it, Craig, without um, pressing the crazy yeah, without buttons. Pressing the buttons. Yeah. yeah. Um, just real quick, one question. Should people, because I know this is what people ask too, should they be afraid when they get all the crazies, like their imagination isn't honed in yet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and tell us about that. Short answer is most of our imaginations, unless if you're listening to this and you're under five, 
then this doesn't apply to you. But if you, do you have any under five year olds on your, listen to your podcast? You probably do. But uh, everyone else, <laughs> everyone else, some force fed child, right, right, poor, poor kid, right. No, everyone else, listen, your imagination has probably been drilled out of you by now by school and work and culture. It's a, it's a, it's like a muscle that has atrophied because of lack of use. It's gotten so weak. We're just getting it strong again. The expectation that we're going to start to use the eyes of our heart in this modern society that we're in, and all of a sudden it's going to work perfectly is one of the craziest expectations we've ever come up with. What it's going to take is solid, disciplined work for long periods of time. That muscle has to get strong. That's why we need the chaperone. That's why we don't freak out. That's why we don't count ourselves out when we're like, I think mine, my imagination's crazy. Yeah, join the club. Or I think mine's like, I can't even get anything going on. I just see a blob of blue light or something. We get it. Hang in there. Work the muscle. It's going to take some time. We're all in the same boat on that one. Right now, I just want Kevin Couch to talk a little bit about what we're talking about before we go into the ascension. Maybe you can talk about going into the ascension. Here you go, sir. I know I've, I've had the privilege of visiting many different places, uh, such as the music room and the garden and in many heavens. in the heavens, right? Many places. I uh, I six flags. I know, no, 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 <laughs> no. Let me, yeah, let me qualify that in, in the up here in the, in, in ascending. But I will just kind of add to what you said a minute ago. It did not come in the first few sessions. It, it took me a while to actually be focused to where I was purposely going and asking Yeshua, I would really like to see the music room. Yeah. And he took me there. And, you know, the, the description that I give people of it is, is phenomenal. But, but... I think that with Yeshua being there is so important because he will give us the desire of our heart. Why? Because we've put him first, because we sought him first. And, and then he'll take that. Sometimes he'll even look at me and say, you want to go see this, don't you? I'll say, yes, yes, what I really do. Because not only are the eyes of my heart open, but the frequency of my heart is speaking to him and he's picking up on it. Has that been your experience too? Yeah. Let me let me let me skip in real quick, and I'm gonna pass it on to Chris. Um, I just want to let you know that Yahweh wants to show you things. And some people ask me when I preach this stuff, they're like, "Well, how do I know it won't be a devil?" Or you know, I'm not going up there saying in Jesus' name. Or why didn't you tell me to rebuke that that bad image in Jesus' name? Because you have to come to the revelation that using the word of Jesus' name, basic being seated in Jesus' name, is two different things. And there's not one thing we do that we're not seated in Yeshua the Christ. There's not one thing we do or one thing I'm asking you to do that you're not seated in Holy Ghost. So everything we're doing is inside Yeshua, inside the Father Yahweh, and inside the Holy Spirit. So you are already walking in the authority to be over whatever imagination could try to come in your mind. And I really, I just feel this to fear not, because that's going to be the only thing that can hold you back is your own fear, which is, again, another imagination. You've opened it up to the fear versus into the glory of light. So without further ado, I want to pass it over to Chris as he begins to take us into the heavens. Right, so to, to keep this wonderfully simple, 
I'm just going to ask you to imagine a peaceful and restful place. If your first thought upon hearing that is that I'm just making this up, trust me, whatever peaceful, restful place you're imagining, God has created already. It's in the up here. It's in the paradise of God. If you can conceive of a beautiful, peaceful, restful place, he has already accomplished more than everything you could ask or imagine. I'm sure for you to see it fully, it's going to be even better than you imagine it. But for right now, just to go easy on yourself and to go easy on your imagination, use the eyes of your heart. Imagine a beautiful, peaceful, restful place. Just take a moment to do that. There's no wrong way here. It doesn't have to be, you know, your very favorite one. You know, if you're like, it's a place I've been to before, that's fine. If it's something that you just imagine that you were just, well, I bet an environment like this would be beautiful. That's fine too. Now, wherever you are, I would just want you to see yourself there. You can ask yourself questions like, how old am I? How old do I imagine myself being there? How do I imagine myself clothed right now? What do I see myself doing? And for the moment, again, we know you're on, you're listening to this because the intention of your heart is to be with the Lord. So we know the intention of your heart is right. You can just believe for the moment. You can go, Lord, I know that you're bigger than my intellect or my will. So I'm just going to trust my first impressions right now. Wherever you see yourself in that picture, now you're just going to go, Lord, where are you in this picture? And I want you to trust your very first guess. I don't want you to wait until you feel like you're 100% right. That's never going to happen. So just go, even if you're 50% sure, you're like, all right, I think the Lord is there. Well, go with that. Could be any part of the Godhead that you're seeing. It could be Father. It could be the Lord Jesus. It could be Holy Spirit. It could be any part of the Godhead. Wherever you see yourself in that beautiful, restful, peaceful place and wherever you see the Lord, the next thing you want to do is be close. So you're going to say, Lord, would you come close to me or should I come close to you? And trust the eyes of your heart, whatever your first impression is that, you know, well, I guess that he came over to me. That's fine for what we're doing right now. That's perfectly fine just to go, I think that's what happened. That's all we're asking for right now. Not asking for a giant spiritual experience where you're 100% sure. We're just exercising the eyes of our heart to be with the Lord. Now, when you're close, I don't want you to get hung up on words like, I see this, because some of you might be going, I don't see anything. That's fine. What do you perceive? What are you conscious of? If I asked you right now, what's the expression on the Lord's face? What's your first guess? What do you perceive? What are you conscious of? Maybe some of you do feel like you see it with the eyes of your heart, like you can imagine an expression on his face. And for some of you, it might help if I say the question, what should the expression on his face be? Because your imagination already knows. Now, it helps when you do this if you talk to yourself. 
You just kind of mumble to yourself out loud everything that you're experiencing, everything that you're seeing. Now, once you're close, we're going to get down to the heart of the matter, which is why you're here. And that is to have a wonderful revelation experience of the Lord who created you and who loves you. Has so much affection to pour out on you. So take a moment and just look at the Lord and go, Lord, tell me one thing that you like about me. And trust your first impression of what the Lord says. Say it out loud to yourself. Whatever you felt the Lord told you. You know he has good things to say. You can always ask for another. Lord, what's one other thing that you like about me? Now, while you're in this peaceful, restful environment, try to keep looking at the Lord, even while you're, you're conscious of what you're hearing the Lord say. And just as a fun conversation starter, you can say something like, Lord, I'm giving you this time. What's on your mind? Or you might take this moment just to walk around this environment with the Lord to talk about whatever's on your heart. And just say, I've been wanting to talk with you. Can we walk through this meadow together? Can we walk on this beach together? You can even ask him while you walk, Lord, what do you want me to see while we're up here together? If you're feeling adventurous, you might say, Lord, is there something in the heavens that you would like me to see? And of course, he can say, nope, I'm fine right here. Or he could say, yes, hold my hand and come with me because I have things to show you. Doesn't matter. One's not good and the other's bad. You're just here to connect. Now, while you're doing just a real simple exercise here, being in this peaceful place with the Lord, asking simple questions, of course, this can lead to so many different things. But while you're here doing this, I would encourage you before you're done to be thankful and grateful. I'm fond of saying that gratefulness opens up so many doors in the heavens. So look at the Lord and say thanks. Enjoy being in this part of the Garden of Eden, whatever you're imagining this part of the, the heavenly city, this part of wherever you are in the heavens with the Lord. Enjoy being here just to spend time and you can thank him for that privilege that the Lord's given us. It's nothing that we've earned. And when you're done, I would encourage you to always test the fruit. You know the fruit of the Holy Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, or sometimes self-discipline. You know that's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So you can always look at everything that you experience and make sure it lines up. You know what to do because you've listened to the previous podcasts. You know what to do if it doesn't. You don't freak out. You just say, Lord, I don't think this lines up with you. What am I seeing wrong? What should I have seen what should I have heard that lines up with your character? I'm going to give it back over to Craig here. I'm sure we're all just having a moment. I was having a moment with the Lord. And I don't know if we all want to say what you heard when you said, what, what did you like about me? 
But I felt like he said, Christopher, I like that you're countercultural. I like that you go, you swim against. Anybody else want to share before we're done? So that, so that people know we're real people. What did we hear? I heard him say that <clears throat> I like your willingness to get outside the box, yeah. even with uh, with leading worship. Yeah. I'm not afraid to yeah. push the envelope. <laughs> and he said obedience. Yeah. Amen. Um, as I was going, uh, it just so happened, I guess because I was talking about a beach scene. Y'all, we brought me to a beach scene. And I've never seen him like this before, so don't think I'm crazy. Um, but he was surfing to me. And I've never seen Jesus on a surfboard ever in my life, but this is what was in my mind. And um, then when he said to tell him to come here, he popped up next to me and threw his, his, his board, just like you would think someone would throw his board up and just sat next to me. You know, but he began to show me the waters about me and the waters above me. And it was as if he was taking me into the deep or even into Mem and saying, I, I want you to come out here with me. He said, I'm, I, when we talked about what he liked about it, he said, I know you're not afraid to go out there. Kind of what you're talking about, being outside the box. You're not worried about being contrary to popular you know, thought pattern. You know, I want to encourage you with this. That Yahweh wants you to come out your box. He wants you to go beyond popular thought pattern. He wants you, as he was showing me, test the waters and see that they're good. I really encourage you, if you want more information about this, you can always look Chris Carter up. Uh, you can see some of his links on my stuff. You can see it on his stuff. It's just awesome. If you listen to the podcast before, it tells you how you can get his YouTube until you can gauge with this. Allow Holy Spirit to show you these truths. They are life-changing. They are life-changing. So I'll leave you with this. Remember every day you have the opportunity to come up here. You don't have to wait on Yahweh to come to you because he's already in you. Once again, this is Sagima Bay. I'd like to thank my good friends, Chris Carter and Kevin Couch for being with me on these three days. I love y'all so much. And I know my listeners love y'all. And if my ratings fall, I'll know it's your fault, Chris. <laughs> I mean, I've already had Kevin on and it went up. So, you know, my ratings fall. <laughs> it's your fault, buddy. It's your fault, you know. <laughs> but anyway, listen, I love you. You are so beautiful. I'll see you in the cosmos. Shalom.